0: Hello and welcome to day 6 of Healing from the Inside Out. We're halfway through the 10 day series and today I have lots to share. In particular one of my main analogies for for the healing process, for the spiritual awakening in particular process and also for energy management. That's what I teach when I teach energy uh, management personal energy management to groups or individuals and it's part of the breaking old patterns as well and that's been coming up and people have been requesting to know more about breaking old patterns and we have to this point worked on that. Uh, What I've shared so far are what I would consider some of the basic grounding processes and principles around that experience of breaking patterns because we need to have the strong base and the ability to be within ourselves, to have the awareness, to observe. But before I start with sharing today's analogy, which is a core principle, I just want to share about um, an experience I had this morning, which I think is a good example. It's too good an example of everything I've shared so far to not share my experience, and so i'm just going to start by by sharing that in order to recap and give an example of how i might process energies in the body and i do do it quite swiftly because i've had many years of doing this and and facilitating it for clients so with a client it it will be over perhaps a longer period and often there could be many things that are being um, processed and brought into alignment at the same time. But This morning I had an experience where, well I woke, yesterday there was that lovely high of energy coming into the body and often when there's an expansion there can be a rising of fear very quickly afterwards or it's a bit Star Wars, you know when there's a, when there's a an explosion of light the dark force will often come and try and grab your ankles and with the coronavirus experience it's you know it's very much a wave so there's very much um experiences of highs and connection and senses of belonging followed swiftly by a wave of fear and that's perhaps in a very condensed experience what an ongoing longer healing journey is So it's quite volatile at the moment, at times. It has all the extremes in it. So first of all, to to share, it comes in waves. The quote, the Buddhist quote, this too shall pass, is a very good one to um, have in our awareness at the moment because this will pass. And the more grounded we are, the easier it can flow through and ease through us somatically and our psyche so whether it's the emotions the the physical body the energetic body or the mental body but my experience this morning was i after a a very unsettled night's sleep again i woke up and my back had complete my lower back had completely locked up and i thought oh okay something's going on here so i have had a very stiff back and i had cleared it by working through stuff so i thought right okay i can't do anything till i've sorted this out because even doing this podcast this you know audio would would be it it would be i there'd be a compromise in doing it if there was a locked if i had a locked back because i feel stuff somatically and i sat with it so i did my process that I shared yesterday of a blank piece of paper, as I always do, and I chopped my head off and I tuned into, okay, what's this about then, in tuning into, um, tuning into my lower back and the thing that instinctively came up was around the fruit crumble I offered to cook for a friend yesterday. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Okay, so what's going on here? And this is an example of where no choice is a small choice. And how we do something is vital in our awareness to what unfolds thereafter. So even offering, my offer, my choice, my plus one, it's absolutely a plus one, absolutely something I want to do, there's still something in there that was my back my subconscious wasn't happy about so I sat with it I sat with my back I tuned into it and it shared that the the approach that I was having the energy behind so I share a lot about it the, the importance is not what we do but the energy behind it the energy behind making a fruit crumble which is something I've done my whole life, there were some of my past patterns that potentially could have grabbed my ankles and pulled me into my past. And my back was like, whoa, whoa, no, we're not going there. I just want to make sure that you're not going to go there and tip into past patterns. And so I did a bit of delving around it. I could see quite clearly how I used to when I was young make fruit crumbles and the energy that came in making the fruit crumble whether it's a wish to be loved a wish for approval a wish to be part of something I mean there could be so many reasons why we do something and my approach to the fruit crumble this time was very very different but there was still that vague potential signature of the past that I didn't want to subconsciously slip down, or my body didn't want me to subconsciously slip down. And so I got loads of great learning from it. I also checked in with my heart and other areas and realized that there was the potential to have done a very slight self-sacrifice if I hadn't been 100% aware of what was going on for me. So this is an example where we might touch on something in the past in order to do something with greater awareness and integration and alignment and our current day truth going forward. So then my heart, my head wanted to also voice itself. And the interesting thing was when my, actually after all of that and getting great wisdom and alignment and even more wanting to make this fruit crumble, because now now I'm included in the act in a, in in the potential of self-discovery as well, and it's coming completely from a place of to love and open-heartedness. so open-heartedness towards myself in in an even bigger way than I realized before and towards the person and people I want to share the fruit crumble with. But my head wanted to uh, voice itself and, my head's voice was, but what about the book? Well, you're supposed to be writing—not supposed to be—but what about the book? And that's when, like, my eyes welled with tears, and and so my my subconscious was also recognizing that in doing any other act that wasn't in alignment with my my truth, if I was doing it in, instead of, if it'd become an either or, the body and the subconscious creates a discomfort. And that could be an emotion. I feel it very somatically and will very quickly feel it physically. But it could be emotionally, it could be mentally, it could be the body lets us know. And so when my eyes filled with tears, that's, that's kind of the real truth in a way. And so then it becomes, okay, I absolutely even more want to cook this fruit crumble. And even though these audios are taking the bulk of my day, and I do see as part of the book and all of that, the, the one thing I must do today to honour myself is to, even if it's for two minutes, to spend time on my book. And that's when it becomes an and, and that's when it becomes... Uh, a multitude of plus ones and surprise surprise as soon as I get up my my locked back is completely gone it's a little bit vaguely tender as a result so I need to be careful for another day or so but it went as quickly as it came and so that's an example of how I processed that this morning using all those tools and in releasing the old patterns of making a fruit crumble and being open to discovering what doing it from this new energy or more expanded energy will feel like that's where um well that's where the growth is and that's where the new pattern becomes overlaid onto the older it's we start doing differently and it's we can spend a lot of time looking for something really big to make the change in the new patterns and I would offer that they're very very subtle and they can be the occasional sort of big one that kind of wallops us from the side but they're very very subtle but and when we don't listen to ourselves that's when the dis-ease grows and then eventually we become a bit stressed, we become a bit compromised. If I hadn't processed that this morning they're I could have fallen into negative energy potentially, there would have been shoulds, the subconscious would have reared up in a not so attractive way maybe to make me do the book. Um, there could have been so many things that over days and weeks and decades of our life can create discomfort in the body and in, more importantly in our spirit and in our soul. So that's an example which I hope helps recap and explain a way, a way of doing stuff, and that's my way of doing it, and <clears throat> kind of the way of that I work with clients. But yeah, so that, that's what I was saying. I went off on sidetrack there. The important thing when we when we release some energy, so in that there were some minus ones that fell away, is we must remember to take on new energy to fill up, to become resourced and full again. So after that experience, I really filled up with in the moment energy um, as I watch it unfold. So always remember, if we're dumping energy, releasing energy, to just through the thought alone is enough to soak up the new that's appropriate for in this moment, not for the future. It I may not end up making a fruit crumble. I may end up making 10 fruit crumbles. They may taste great. They may taste horrible. Who knows? It doesn't really matter per se. The intention is to cook a nice one. It's it's allowing ourselves to be in this moment and true to ourselves, and in greater alignment here and now. So that's that sharing. Take what you wish, let it wash over you um, if it does resonate. And then, before I go on to my main, um, my main sharing today, there's um, one of the things which can highlight itself, and in particular at the moment it might be, during during corona season, is offering the idea that we have two views, there's one of two views of the world that we can have in any one moment, two fundamental base views of the world, that we can either see reality, and reality might be different from the world per se, but assuming that they're one and the same for now, that we can either see reality as a safe place, as a fundamentally safe place, and dangerous things happen and uncertain things happen, and horrors do happen, but that is fundamentally a safe world, a safe place where people are fundamentally good. Or we can see the reality in the world as fundamentally unsafe, where we are perceived to be, for the majority, in danger. And this, I'm just going to offer this just to hold that vaguely in your awareness. And in some ways we can hold many of those realities, both realities at the same time, but deep down underneath there will be one core one. And it may not necessarily make sense, so your head might have an opinion on this, but deep down, there will be a fundamental reality. So, previous, I realised this after my experience with cancer, where when I describe it, the sort of the day I started living, where immediately and ironically, my world became a really safe place. I'd never experienced such feelings of safety, even though potentially i was going to be leaving the planet quite quite soonish and it made me realize how unsafe i'd felt before so the controlling aspect the in the head aspect was because i needed to seek and find safety because fundamentally for whatever reasons i felt unsafe and the experience of cancer tipped me into a feeling of safety where fundamentally i was in my heart my soul what i knew felt to and sensed to be true made me feel safe and then i could handle the changing of the patterns and the the releasing and there was just an exuberance of joy i would offer that this can happen this switch can happen in any moment and that's also how one effect of traumatic experiences when our world goes from fundamentally safe to unsafe. It's probably part of the growing up, not probably, it's part of the growing up experience where we'll have those moments. And it's possible to tip back into safety even when we tip out. It's like a switch, there's not really anything in between is what I would offer. It's a bit like the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system It's one or the other. We're either in fight or flight or we're in relaxation mode um, to use those descriptions. So an invitation that in the experience that we're happening in the corona um, experience, that that could be something where our reality totally shifts on a fundamental base level. And for some, the being at home and the being with themselves, they will tip into a feeling of safety. And for others, it will feel like a very unsafe world. And so, being gentle with ourselves and kind to ourselves as we're processing some some emotions and feelings that's part of the wave that's happening for us as we release and process that so offering that intending if you wish to align yourself with the world and the perception the fundamental perception of safety is another way of adding plus ones to that world. So, being aware, are we feeding the narrative and the choices that are that are stopping us or making us avoid an unsafe world? Versus, are we feeding the experiences that encourage us to feel safe, so that we can then safe, grounded. However, so that then we can handle with greater ease and resource the experiences that no doubt will come that will be slightly challenging or that we're having that slightly challenging so i'd offer that as some something to perhaps reflect on but my key sharing today is what i call um, the analogy i call the socket board so this in particular with the energy management so using the analogy of energy with this i like to encourage people to view maybe the torso area maybe that they're a socket board with loads of plugs and how it tends to be is that we have all our plugs and to operate in our world sorry and to be um energised we tend to be plugged in to all sorts of experiences so people can be our loved ones our partners our children our parents they can be um, They can be with us or they can already be passed over, it doesn't make any difference. We're still plugged into them energetically. It will be, we can be plugged into our annual holidays, our our jobs, our bosses, our colleagues, um, things that we didn't do, things that we do want to do, things, any experience, birthday parties, Christmases. We're plugged, you know, our pets, our fears, we can be plugged into everything and what we tend to need when we're plugged into everything to be energized is for all of those to be okay in order us in order for us to feel happy and well and okay with ourselves and what's going on. And so when everything's in alignment in the external, then we can feel okay. So for many this is the the operating module that we can subconsciously work with. And when we experience something like rejection, it's as if the other person has ripped out the plug from their side and thrown it back at us. Or when we lose our job, for instance, if we wanted the job, if we were plugged into it for our, you could say, identity and purpose, and but just for, even just for our, our energy. And when all those plugs get thrown back at us, as is happening potentially for us at the moment through the coronavirus experience, it can feel really unsettling and um, devastating is what it can feel like even if nothing technically has happened to us um, to warrant in our cognitive experience the feelings that might be coming up and what I say to clients, we get to this at some point usually I share this analogy and with the energy management is our job actually is to unplug from all the exterior experiences and usually there's a bit of a shock horror and what I explain is let's say we've been rejected by a partner and let's say that plug using colours was a red plug that red plug is going to be floating around and As like attracts like and energy attracts itself, that will pick up another red experience. And we will become plugged into another experience that fulfills that red energy, for instance. And then we wonder why we're having the same experience again and why a pattern is repeating itself. And then we'll have an experience where we may pull the plug out. They may pull the plug out. The plug may stay in for most of our lifetime. But when it does eventually come out for whatever reason, then there'll be those feelings and then it'll be there and it will will pick up another red experience. And I use that as an analogy to explain why we say, oh, why do I always meet so-and-so? Why does this always happen to me in every job? Why does, you know, all those experiences? And what I share is that we need to take that plug and we need to clean it off. We need to do the awareness, do the work and for some of the plugs it may be a big piece of work and some we may have already done the work and the plugs come out for our benefit and and some it could be quite swift. As we re- we're reaching energies of higher vibrations collectively on the planet things are happening much quicker than they used to and um, so I explain we need to do that cleaning of that, of that plug and that could even be just by grounding and being in nature it can clean itself, we need to protect it, clean it and then probably the hardest part is we need to plug it into ourselves, and that's the self love, and that's the self resourcing, and that's the self energizing from the inside out. And eventually, we do that with all our plugs. And you've probably done a lot more than you realize. And and we have all our when we have all our plugs plugged into ourselves. Now we are feeding ourselves from the inside out. We are self energizing. And what happens is. An experience will happen and our plugs will fly straight back out because sure as eggs are eggs that will happen. And it will feel even worse. And we'll recognize it and we'll take the plug back in and we'll put it back in and we'll take the wisdom and the awareness. And it will probably happen again. And eventually we'll see it coming, we'll be holding onto our plugs saying, you're not doing it, You're you're not gonna take my plug and it will happen. And then eventually we'll have an experience where we realize, oh my goodness, I didn't even waver. So I would offer that one, we need to have the experiences to get to that place of absolute joy and bliss where we realise, oh my goodness, I've got this. And that's not to say we'll have it the following time because it has to not come from ego and the mind. It has to be an embodied thing. But then we've overlaid new patterns. We're doing things different. We're doing the same things we used to do but from a different way. We're doing it from the inside out. And then we're in our bubble, we're fully energised from the ground up, we are independent just as we would want our loved ones or our children to be whole and not at the mercy of being plugged into this experience, that experience and pulled all over the place. As we become fully resourced like this, the, the bubble doesn't need to be quite, we always need the energy bubble to protect us but we become so strong that our strength becomes even stronger than the energy bubble. And then we're able to give really unconditionally because we tip out of fight or flight and we become so resourced within and so grounded and so aware of our actions and so able to observe them and attend to them if we need to that we, in being out of energetic fight or flight, we're able to give even more unconditionally and to love even more unconditionally. And so I explained that that's the that's my analogy of the socket board, and that's my that's a process that you could describe purely as self love versus not self love or you could use so many different analogies, like driving our own car, being in the driving seat I mean there's so many different or what I really quite like is you know being on the bus who's you know being on our own bus all our parts heart, soul, head, there's there's many analogies, but that's one which is very useful in understanding how we spend our energies, because if we're, for instance, plugged into our loved one at home, feeding off of them, leaving them a bit drained, this is the sort of radiator and drain analogy, being one or the other, we might be going into work, we might be spreading our energy all over the place, we might be plugged in, we might be holding ourselves back energetically, we could be using alcohol food shopping anything to feed our energy when it becomes low and we've used it all up for finding other ways to plug into to then get home to be exhausted to maybe dump our energy on on our loved ones these are natural things that we all do at times but the awareness that we're doing that and to keep ourselves maintained and self-resourced along the way makes for a much more pleasurable experience so that's my socket board analogy and um, probably enough sharing for today on all of that. So a meditation now, if you are driving, working, shouldn't be doing meditations, they're not great for you, then, then um, turn off now. And then if you are joining for the meditation, then I invite you to make yourself more comfortable to uncross any arms or legs. And to breathe. Anything which I've shared today and any aspects of your day, allow those just to be released and let go of. For them to drop away. What needs to stay will stay. And just allow everything else to fall away. To fall into the ground or to dissipate. As you focus and bring your attention on your breathing, Inhaling into the lungs, and exhaling, and inhaling, and exhaling. And as you do so, notice that you connect with your energy bubble around you, that goes all the way around you and under your feet, and in front of you. and that you're grounded right down through your feet into the center of the earth. Right down to your connection down there. And keep breathing as you inhale and exhale. And inhale and exhale. I invite you to bring your attention to your heart area. You may notice in your mind's eye its shape or feeling may have a sound or a colour. And allow yourself to rest alongside it. you do so, notice any feelings which come up, any thoughts, it may have something it wishes to share with you, it may just be content just being. As you connect to that pause between the in-breath and the out-breath, that place of being, that stillness, allow that to support your experience of being alongside your heart. As you breathe with your heart. notice if there's any feelings of sadness or worry or uncertainty that you feel as a result of being alongside your heart allow those to be Notice also if there's any feelings of anticipation or desire or love as you are alongside your heart, still breathing the inhale and the pause and the exhale. Notice if there's anything that comes up in you as you're doing this alongside your heart that wishes to be forgiven. Even if you don't know what it is, there's just a sense of an energy of forgiveness Allow that to also be. Allow your cells, all the cells in your body, to connect with the breathing of your heart and any emotions which wish to come up. those feelings to be released to just be giving them the space that they wish whatever the feeling or emotion is even if there's the awareness that there's something Tangible yet intangible, just allow that to be as you keep breathing, as you remain grounded and you keep releasing. Take a large inhale. Inhale to all the cells in your body. And exhale through all the cells in your body. Thank your heart for sharing what it shared. For, for being with you. For doing what it does. for keeping you energised and at all times doing its best send it unconditional love from you to your heart and invite all your cells to calibrate to that what's perfect just now in this moment. And take your attention down into the center of the earth, through your feet all the way down, through your roots or cords or however you imagine it, right down into the center of the earth. And allow yourself to calibrate to the rhythmic pulse of the planet to allow it to support you ever so gently ever so subtly and whilst you're grounded right down into the center of the earth with gratitude in thanking it for supporting us Soak up everything that you need into your body. Up through your roots, into your feet. Inhale and exhale everything that you need right now. So that you can become more at one with the planet and within yourself. You may imagine colours or feelings or sensations as you just... With your mind's eye, just give the thought to soak up exactly what you need. Your body will know how to do it. To receive it in through both feet, up through your legs, your knees, your thighs into your hips, your pelvis area, allow that to really fill up into your gut, your stomach, your solar plexus, and gently around your heart. your lungs and then as you do so imagine this divine light flowing down might be white or golden a divine intelligence of light flowing down through the top of your head into your crown chakra into your head and down through your throat your shoulders as it mixes with the energy from the earth And all your cells recalibrate as you soak in this energy from below and from above, as it fills your energy bubble. And keep breathing, inhale, exhale. Notice your heart area expand as it breathes it in. From a place of being, pure being. Keep breathing this in. Notice the environment in your mind's eye. Connect with it around your bubble as you come back more to the room. Bring your attention behind your eyes. Wiggle your fingers, your toes. Take another deep inhale and exhale. You may wish to place your hands on your heart area and give thanks to yourself for the work that you've done and for recalibrating and coming into greater alignment and opening your heart even more.